just a little heads up, never call a radio station and say, I'll do anything for tickets or whatever the prize is, because that just lets people like me go to town. Now, this kind of stuff, by the way, never could happen nowadays. I miss these days. Just so I'm trying to think now if I pitched this contest idea. But back in 2009, we had tickets to go see Snoop Dogg. And these guys, this guy called in and said, I'll do anything. And we came up with a contest called Two Guys, One Sleeping Bag. Today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to our podcast. We are a show that's based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. No, they, there it goes. It just stopped. They've been cutting the grass for the last like 30 minutes, maybe an hour outside of my condo. Oh. And I've been kind of like waiting to see if they were going to stop. And literally the second you said, hi, honey, they stopped. That's amazing. Huh. Um, so I, I am eight out of 10 fearful that I have Lyme disease right now. And this is kind of, it was a joke this time yesterday. And now it's not mm -hmm. so much a joke anymore. Mm -hmm. um, I, if you weren't listening to yesterday's show, I was kind of joking around that I had this thing like, this little thing attached to me. But I didn't think that it was a, um, I didn't think it was, was a, um, a tick. I just wasn't quite sure what it was. And we were kind of joking about it. And I was like, I'm already diagnosing myself with having Lyme disease, blah, blah, blah. And my mom, though, we, we were done recording yesterday. I was like, you should just do the teledoc and just see. And I you know, pretty much committed to doing it. So I did. And the woman called me back in about 20 minutes. And she's like, I'm so glad that you got in touch with us. You need to get to the emergency room now. And I was like, what? She's like, mm -hmm. yeah, Lyme disease is very serious. And that is a uh, deer tick. It's got a different name, but a deer tick. Oh, it's attached to you. And those are the ones that carry Lyme disease. And I'm like, well, shit. Hmm. Um, she was basically telling me, this is a few heads. I've learned a lot about ticks since the last show. Um, mm -hmm. That you, uh, it's, Lyme disease is bad, man. But like you, um, probably if you're listening to California, Georgia, maybe Georgia a little bit, but um, up in the Northeast, they're really bad. Uh, ticks hmm. can be really bad. And in, in Pennsylvania, apparently 40% of all these deer ticks have Lyme disease. So she's like, you need to, unless you're an expert at taking out ticks, you need to get to an emergency room or an urgent care tonight because you need to get, I should, I can't prescribe you the medication to take, but if you take this medication within X amount of hours, um, you've got a much better chance of not, you know, getting Lyme disease. And I'm like, of course this is it like, now it's like seven o'clock at night, right? Right. So I'm like, well, all right, urgent care we go. Roll in there. Uh, the woman that I talked to, she was a PA that was at the um, uh, urgent care. And she didn't, she was quite the opposite. Because this woman that I talked to on Teladoc was telling me, hey, you need to have that tick tested to see if it has Lyme. If it does, you need to go ahead and start a 21-day regimen mm. uh, to make sure that you clear your system. You start beating because it's a bacteria that gets into your system, apparently. And so I'm like, well, do we need to test it? She's like, no, I don't think so. I think you're fine. She's like, honestly, I don't think we're going to treat it. And I was like, oh, I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to go ahead and do something. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. 
because again, if you take one dose of this medication within, I think it was either 48 or 72 hours, then yeah. you, you're almost a non, I think it was like a, a nine out of 10 chance, basically 90% chance that like, you're going to be okay. Right. So I was like, no, 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 no. I, I, I would, uh, <laughs> very much prefer to go ahead and just, uh, treat that because I, the thing is, I don't know really when it attached to me. I assume it was while I was hiking on Sunday, but I don't know that, you know, I'm not a hundred percent sure that's when it was. So to me, mm-hmm. I was trying to get this, you know, I, you know, my hypochondria, I'm like going crazy mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. So here's what really sucks. is so I didn't get done there till I don't think I get home till God, nine 45 last night. Didn't hadn't edited mama's boy together. Hadn't gotten the radio show together yet. And I was, um, <laughs> I was kind mm-hmm. of, uh, uh, I was kind of sitting here freaking out, right? Because how do you not research that stuff? Good luck. Mm-hmm. Good luck not sitting on the internet all night. So I'm probably going to get to close to 11 last night. Mm. So what sucks though is like, so you only have X amount of hours to take this medication, right? It's doxycycline. Uh, and the pharmacy though is closed. Oh. So because, you know, they close at whatever, you know, seven, eight o'clock, whatever it was. I didn't get out there until close to 10. So mm-hmm. there was no way for me to really get the medication last night. So I woke up this morning, just all kind of, and by the way, all night, tell me why all night I was like, I have ticks all over me. <laughs> oh, like no. every time I feel like an itch in my body, I'm like, oh my God, it's a tick. It's on oh, me. It's on gosh, me. I mean, cause honey. I was like paranoid that maybe more than one, you know? Uh-huh. So I'm like trying to give myself a self-examination over here. And mm. <sighs> so I, I know that like the sooner I get this medicine, the better, right? Mm-hmm. My idea was I need to try to get to this medication as early as possible. But in case you don't know, I host an early morning radio show. Mm -hmm. So I knew that was going to be kind of tricky. So today, if you listen to the radio show, it was a mess because I was like, all right, the, there's a Walgreens close to work that is open at, uh, that opens at eight. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go, I'm going to leave the show at like 7.55. It's like five minutes away, five, 10 minutes away. I'm going to drive up, pre-record some stuff, drive over to Walgreens. But hey, listen, oh they already called it in over there. Can you just go ahead and just transfer it over here? Give it to me here. I'll hit back, you know, I'll, I'll go back. I'll hit the show and then we'll be good, right? Well, mm-hmm. I get to Walgreens now. Now it's like 8.10, 8.15. And they're like, oh, well, your Walgreens doesn't open until 10 a.m. So there's no way for oh, us to transfer the no. prescription until 10. So I'm like, damn it. So uh, I call the urgent care. And I'm like, hey, listen, uh, you know, explain the situation. She's like, oh, yeah, we can totally get it done. But it's going to take us about an hour for us to get the new prescription oh, over there. And I'm like, well, there's nothing. I only planned some pre-recorded content for the 8 o'clock hour, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, that's pointless. So I get back over there. I hit the, I hit the air again live at 840. So we do a live segment. Uh, mm-hmm. 840 to nine and then replay some old other old stuff. I put it back into the system to mm-hmm. replay from earlier in the show. I'm like kind of editing and talking at the same time on the air, mm-hmm. but back in there uh, at nine o'clock, she calls and she's like, it's ready to go. And then I drove back over to Walgreens and I got the, oh, got gosh, my medicine. If I got it, I mean a little after nine this morning, but that was, it was oh. just a mess of a morning trying to get this. Now, oh gosh. Here's the worst part is that I talked about it this morning, right? Uh huh. I don't know if that was a good idea or not. I don't know if that's a good idea. Oh. I can't tell you how many terrifying stories I've heard about Lyme disease. In oh, the past. no. What has it been now? 
eight hours or whatever oh, it's been since no. I talked about it on the radio. Mm-mm. Uh, yeah, like I, it's Mm-mm. so funny because I don't really, I guess I don't understand it well enough. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's some people are like, oh my god, this is like no big deal. Like you take right. you take that pill. Worst case scenario, you take uh basically three weeks worth of the same pill. If if mm-hmm. you do you know do get the symptoms of Lyme, you have Lyme, it it, it will clear up. It's no big deal. Mm-hmm. And then you hear the absolute opposite of that story. Mm-hmm. One girl sent me a message today on Instagram. She was like, my life was ruined between 2016 and 2017 because of Lyme disease. Oh, uh, I had a guy text in this morning saying that he was like, oh, no, it's really no big deal. He's like, my my dad got it back in. He's like, I live in Pennsylvania. So we our station reaches up to southern Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, yeah, no, it's no big deal. My dad got it back in 20 whatever. And I mean, he. His, my mom had to dress him for like three weeks oh, God, and, and give him an IV every single day, but he was fine after that. Oh, like, what? No. I, what? Oh, like, no. no. Oh, you know, no. I, I don't know if I, if I said this yesterday, but there's uh, a guy that is a, um, mm. uh, on another radio station in my building mm. and he was limping the other day. Mm. And I was like, Oh my God. And like, it looked as like he was in terrible pain. Like, I'm like, you good. He's like, yeah, I have Lyme disease. <laughs> And he's like, it, you know, it flares up from time to time. I, I'm barely able to walk. And I'm like, oh, my oh God. Gosh. And then, I mean, I know, like I said, I think I said this yesterday, the podcast, I think um, there's a, a guy that I used to work with in San Diego whose wife had Lyme disease. It like it like ruined her life for like 10 years. Mm. So I'm like, what? Wow. Like, I don't really I don't really know. I don't really know. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really know what to think. The stories, uh, the bad stories I've heard about Lyme disease have been in people that had it for a very long time and didn't know it. And it Mm. took a long time to diagnose it. Mm. And so by the time they diagnosed it, you know, there were multiple problems going on. Right. But Apparently that, like, the bacteria can be really bad for your body. So mm-hmm. yeah, y'all already know I'm like a mess over here. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like, I feel like I've hit the, all the precautions I could have done, you know, at this point, right. you know, yeah. I'm glad I went and got it taken out. Yeah. And by the way, that sucker was in there. She was digging on my arm for like 10 minutes. It was, oh, it was not like, a, I thought it'd be like a little pluck, but I just want to make sure somebody else did that knew what they were doing, you know? Uh-huh. Um, it was not, it was, uh, oh, and that so mm. yeah i sensitive am part too yeah i'm uh i am not great today pretty apprehensive a little nervous mm-hmm. i'm sure you can understand yeah um and th- what happens is apparently it won't even show up in blood work for four to six weeks mm-hmm. so i don't i can't even get the reassurance i don't have it mm-hmm. for four to six weeks and as a hypochondriac there's nothing worse than having to wait four to six weeks to find out if you've got something terrible happening with your body yeah for sure uh, so mm. that's all I got. Oh. That's all I got with that. But I did, I did well. keep the tick. I don't even know why I kept it. Well, I guess just in case they, I, somebody did want to like scan it later on or something. I don't know. Oh. It's sitting in my car right now. If anybody wants to oh. pre-owned oh, tick. <laughs> um, wow. All right. Let's, uh, my, any thoughts on that? Or are we, are we good with that conversation? Yeah. I'm just really glad that you went. Well, yeah. I'm really, really glad you went and just didn't try to do it yourself with your, New tweezers and petroleum jelly. 
Well, by the way, the petroleum jelly thing apparently is a myth. Uh, not a is myth, it? but you shouldn't do it. Oh, um, and okay. my paperwork, my exit papers, it uh-huh. was talking about things to do with ticks, and it said do not use petroleum jelly or heat. Oh, so just okay. FYI, um, now I don't know. do that. I don't want okay. to spread misinformation on this podcast. No, no. Uh, but obviously, so. you know, I'll keep y'all posted probably every show from here until the end of time. Because <laughs> you know I'm going to be getting tested for this for like the next seven, eight months, every month. Oh, just another just another blood test to make sure we're still good. Oh, honey, I hope you're going to be fine. I think you are. I think I, I think I caught it early on, so yeah. we'll see. But it's just, man, some of these stories, man, I'm like, man. Like, I know. Ugh. I know. That's the problem with sure. being on a public platform sometimes. I know mm-hmm. people are like meaning the best. It's like the worst thing you want to hear, right? Oh, yeah. Worst. All right. Yeah. Let's do mom tent. It's Wednesday. But, she, but you do- know, people don't ever share the good news. Like no, all the people well, it's that not true. Like, but it's like, it's like nowhere in the middle. It's just nowhere yeah. in the middle. It was yeah, like. It's either good or, or horrible. Literally, it was completely fine. Uh, mm-hmm. Or it was like, oh my God, my life was completely ruined. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, so what? You know, yeah. like I just don't know what to do with it. My arm hurts like hell yeah. today, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's uh, let's get into mom tent. This is what we do on Wednesdays. My mom, when we first started this podcast, was always sending me all these damn chain letters. And um, no, she subscribes to a bunch of newsletters. And she really wanted to help with the show, and I appreciate that. And uh, but it was a lot. She'd send me like twenty things a day. How about this? What, what should we talk about this? I was like, okay, listen. <laughs> on Wednesday, we can talk about one thing that you find on the internet that you find interesting, and we'll call it mom tent because it's my mom's content. So, um, without further ado, here is this week's edition of Mom Tent. Okay, you know I quoted Michael Singer yesterday, and he's written a wonderful book called The Untethered Soul, and I ran across. A book review um, that brings up seven powerful lessons from that book. And I thought that I would share those with you all because they're pretty, pretty powerful. Okay. Um, the first one and is. I know there, there's a, a, a bunch of them. So let's just do. Yeah, there's We'll just seven. do them until I feel like we've, we've exhausted them. Okay. That's I don't fine. think we'll get through all seven, but we'll link. Yeah. We always link the articles, by the way. Um, yeah. In the show notes. In the so show notes and more. I highly, highly recommend you read it. Um, okay. You're not the voice in your head. Mm. There's nothing more important to true growth than realizing that you are not the voice of the mind. You are the one who hears it. Mm. Think about it. Think about right now what you're saying <laughs> to yourself about what's going to happen to you with Lyme disease. That's not well, who's you. Who's that talking then? Who is that? You're, you're not the voice in your head. That's, That's your fear. Devil. That's your fear talking. It's coming from your fearful place. Yeah. And the voice in our heads can't stress us if we know that we're separate from it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's – I would almost argue the other way. I've listened to a few chapters of this book, by the way, and I found it to be – it's like it's a classic. Like it's a very – like people talk about it all the time. But I, I found it very boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, but- whoever was – uh, narrating it and it may have been mm-hmm. him i don't know mm-hmm. it was very dull um uh, but i know there's so many great takeaways from this but yeah mm-hmm. i mean could you almost argue that you are the voice in your head though mm. like you've got the power to change the dialogue at any point you do and that's true you but know so the like, voice I in your head is not feel- usually who you really are oh. so maybe to challenge it not just so, to go with yeah, it. i think that's exactly. probably i think we're probably getting to the same 
same that, destination. That's his point is that you path. need you need to think about who you truly are. Yeah. And when you hear these voices in your head, is that really me? Is that really uh, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. You know, you need to process it. Not just yeah, okay. assume that it's the truth. Um, much of what the inner voice says about the future is useless. Mm. Because, you know, I say this all the time. All the things that stress us out in life, most of them never happen. Mm-hmm. And that's what he's saying. It's useless because life seldom unfolds in accordance with this voice that we're hearing in our head. I actually thought about that. I didn't know my mom was going to talk about this today until a couple of minutes ago, but I thought about that today. And it's funny when you really sit there and you start to think about all the things that you, um, which you worry about mm-hmm. and how many of them have come true. Now, they, right. again, they, they do. Mm-hmm. They do. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to say they don't ever come true, but they, you know, I, I, I would say, Odds are most of the concerns that we've had mm-hmm. are probably probably not probably not going to happen. Right. You know, the worst case scenario is probably not going to happen. So just to keep right. that in mind, when you start to travel down the bad path mm-hmm. of, oh. you know, what are we, you know, what am I supposed to do? What am I, you know, like. My God, what if this happened with it? I mean, just to catch that thought and to be able to say, well, listen, I mean, how many other times have I had it gotten it wrong before? You know, right. it's important. Yep. And and stress creates that, you know, yep. when we're in a stressful place. Um, change is part of life. Life is continuously changing. And if you're trying to control it, you'll never be able to fully live it because yeah. change is a part of life. And the oh, best no. way to deal with it is to accept it by realizing that it leads to personal growth. No, no, but I don't want to grow no more. <laughs> You're done. I just feel like I'm good. Thirty, almost thirty-nine <laughs> years of growth. Like, how much does one person need? And it's been a lot. I almost feel like I had like zero growth for like thirty-four years, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, here's all your growth that you missed. I'm like, oh my god. Um. Well, his premise, this- his premise is: if you resist change, you'll never live fully. Because you'll always worry when the unexpected happens or when you think about the possibility of change in the future. Yeah. Almost as accepting that it's going to change and that, that nothing is constant. Mm-hmm. You know, like literally nothing is constant. I'm going to talk about this podcast where like nothing's constant. Like literally nothing is. There's nothing on this planet is constant. Nothing. Mm-mm. Not mm-hmm. one thing. So right. I think it's always funny how when things change, we're like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Yeah. Like everything is constantly evolving. Like, like, like challenge me on that thought. There's nothing that stays the same, not one thing, literally no. not one thing stays right. the same. So why do we get so shocked when all of a sudden like our relationships don't stay the same mm-hmm. or our friendships or our jobs or our location or anything else? Like, everything is constantly evolving. So how do we expect our lives to stay the same? I, have a, I bought this picture. It's so funny. I bought it at Marshall's. It's so deep for a Marshall's picture, mm-hmm. but I put it, put it right next to my desk. It's pretty big too. It's probably mm, foot and a half by... By two feet? I don't know. Uh, and it says, uh, have a mind that is open to everything and attached to nothing. Mm-hmm. And I think about that a lot because when you do, that means when change comes, mm-hmm. you're not so shocked by it. Right. No, you listen, can I'm manage not, it. You can I'm not manage great it so about much this. better. I'm not great about yeah. this at all. <laughs> it's but hard. It's hard. In theory, but you have, you have yeah, to just know sucks. that everything is going to change. 
Yeah. So then you're not so shocked when it does. At least do not be shocked by it. Why this happened? Because literally everything, everything right. is changing. All right. Let's do one more, Mom. We'll put the rest over in the show notes. Okay. Um, you must do this if you want to be happy. If you want to be happy, you don't have to read scriptures or renounce the world. Instead, you must decide to be unconditionally happy. That is, you must decide to be happy with your life regardless of your circumstances. Mm -hmm. It's a choice that you make. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're in a bad place and there's nothing you can do about it, what can you do to find happiness or joy in that particular place in your life? Right. Yeah. Because there's always glimmers of it. We just don't, we don't look for them. We get bogged down in the misery. I'm I'm trying that this I've been the last couple of weeks I've really been trying to work on that. Like just finding the many moments. Um and like when the big ones come of like Wah! to kind of steer away from it and also look at the little things. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this recently where I've been um um using the drive to work mm-hmm. to just really use it for gratitude. I have a really hard time first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I just have, like, I just find myself to be, I'm just tired as hell, right? But I'm just, mm-hmm. most of my negativity about my situations currently happened in the morning. So I've really been trying to use a drive to work as like just gratitude time. And I know people use their journals and that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I try to use that drive to work. It's just time to really just, it's not very long, but when you run all the red lights, it's only about 10 <laughs> minutes. So. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm over here breaking the law and being being grateful. So, it's <laughs> not a cop. Not a cop. <laughs> no, I still haven't seen a cop. Been doing this. I mean, knock on wood, y'all. I've been doing this for a long time now. Mm. Um, yeah, you have. Never, never <laughs> once been. Uh, I think there's so much going on in Baltimore City. The least they're worried about is some dude running a red light trying to go to work. You know At what I mean? Five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not the highest priority for the mm-hmm. Baltimore City Police Department. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go. There's mom tent and we'll put the rest of it on the show notes if you want to go read more. And then yeah. if you've read that book, I'd like to know. I mean, maybe I should get back. I should try to get. I just felt like it was so very monotone, but I just couldn't really. You know, oh. that, that's hard with audible books. That's why when you have the option to hear it, mm-hmm. I always do that now first because if, if the reader is not yeah. pleasant to listen to, it can really kill a book kind of dull so mm-hmm. but everyone i've had a few people recommend that book to me um yeah. but all those are also obviously great life lessons and i know mm-hmm. that a lot of people have had but it's one of my uh one of my mentors favorite books mm-hmm. uh, that she recommended to me as well so mm-hmm. put in the show notes if you want to go check it out more of some insight from the untethered soul yes. okay let's do our quote for today it's from steve maraboli one of the most healing things you can do is recognize where in your life you are your own poison. Mm, yeah. mm, you ever think about that? Well, we all love to mm, blame it on someone else. <laughs> well, it's just so much easier to find mm. everybody else's poison, right? Mm-hmm. We're like, man, all my coworkers are assholes. And you're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Is there a possibility that we mm-hmm. could possibly... Mm-hmm. Um, that we possibly could be uh, the a-holes are. So, I mean, all of us, we all have that toxic stuff, man. Oh, yeah. But it's funny, even like in your relationship, uh, you can point right. out all your all of your partner's 
toxicity, can't you? Mm-hmm. And I'm really trying to work on that, too, because once you know it, you recognize it. Right. You can call yourself out for it. But until you yes. actually take ownership of it, mm-hmm. you ain't going to do it. You're going to forever deal live with in- it. And deal with it. Right. But I think once you once you own it, you recognize it. Because like, I recognize it a lot faster now. And I mm-hmm. honestly had to say it out loud to somebody before I could finally find – like like take ownership for my own toxic shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I had to literally say it out loud because then you are taking full ownership of your own shit. Yes. And then it's almost like you've got a uh, – you know, I don't know if it's going to be a friend. Uh, with you might be a relationship or something. Mm-hmm. It could be coworkers. Um, but it's almost like you have an accountability buddy because it now, yeah. now once you've said it, Hey, I've got this issue. You can't then if, if, if you do it again and they mm-hmm. call you on it, mm-hmm. you know, then and you're a really, I mean, will. then what are you going to say? Be like, no, I mean, that was different. I mean, you could mm-hmm. sounds like something I might do, but, <laughs> uh, but try that. Try calling out yourself and then don't just, not just in your head. Like, Oh yeah, I know. I know. I get a little. <laughs> I get a little defensive sometime or I know I'm, you know, whatever. I mean, like they tell it, say it out loud to that person mm-hmm. because then you're taking a full accountability and you, you like, I just don't, I, I catch myself a whole lot easier doing it because I say these kind of things out loud, you know? Mm-hmm. So try yeah. that. I bet most of you won't, mm-hmm. but most, most of you want, and that's fine. Like it's, it's hard. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard, but, but I'm telling so you, man, worth it. The accountability of it is wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom and I have started taking AG1, and we get a bunch of people. I didn't realize somebody y'all took AG uh, Athletic Greens AG1 for AG1 is like their newest product. Um, Athletic Greens though is the brand, and I didn't realize somebody y'all took AG1 or Athletic Greens even before we started talking about it. I had no idea. It's crazy. Uh, I started taking it because I'd heard it on another podcast and. Uh, I wanted to get them on ours. Honestly, I kind of wanted to see if you would get some, you know, sample or something for free. Uh, <laughs> and luckily now they're an advertiser on the podcast. And I really, I wanted to work on my gut health. And obviously now here's, here's the, the old one, two punch, if you will, is mm-hmm. that taking an antibiotic strips your gut health. I mean, it, it kills bacteria, good and bad. Right. So, um, I'm honestly kind of glad I already started with AG1 and now I'm going to use it to build back up my good bacteria in my body because I just now, you know, the mm-hmm. old tick bite. So mm-hmm. it's good. And honestly, it's 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 got a it's just a scoop of AG1 first thing in the morning. You get 75 high quality ingredients, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods. You get probiotics and adaptogens. Start your day off right. It really is. I mean, like, it's better than a cup of coffee, especially for your body. I promise you that. But I just, I just noticed my gut has been better. Digestion has been better. And so I'm thankful that I already kind of got to, you know, start on this. Mom, thoughts on AG1? Oh, I, I think it's great. You know, I haven't taken it long enough um, to see, you know, if it increases my energy or what results I'll have yet. I've only taken it for two days, but... It, you know, it's very easy to drink. It doesn't taste great, but it doesn't taste horrible. Yeah. And you just have to mix it with six or eight ounces of water and you can, you know, chug it down pretty fast. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I'm excited to see what difference it's going to make. 
a lot of people say it's, you know, they've got more mental clarity and alertness when they take it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that anybody can be alert or awake at, or alert at, um, or have clarity <laughs> at three forty-five in the morning, but uh, I'll try it. You know, why not? Um, it's cheaper than obviously going out and getting all these different supplements yourself because you're getting 75 of them and it's less than $3 a day. Right. Yeah. So it's got 7,000 five-star reviews. It is amazing. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D. Uh, and also a uh, five it's five free travel packs with your first purchase. So go to athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. That's a slash. I know somebody asked, messaged me yesterday said the coupon code doesn't work. This is not a coupon code. You just have to go to athleticgreens.com slash forward slash Kramer. So no code. Just literally athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Athleticgreens.com slash Kramer to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. Uh, we will get to our moment in Kramer history in a couple seconds before we do. Certified fans, thank you so much for supporting our show. My mom's going to give you a 30-second explanation of what a certified fan is in case you're new to our show. Yeah, so the wonderful folks that support us financially with $6 a month. Um, and they get to become a member on our, our fan page on Facebook, which is so much fun. Um, and we get discounts on merch. You get bonus mama text. And you're always the first one to notify to be notified when anything new and exciting is going to happen. And you get a shout out on a show. Yep. So here we're going. We go. We're going to. We don't have anybody new today. So when we don't, we spin the wheel of certified fans. And we will go through our archive, not archive, but our list of amazing people that support our show and shout them out because it's kind of fun to hear your name. Yeah. 234. 234 okay. is our certified fan of the day. So we are going to show appreciation. I also have a confession in a second. Um, <laughs> don't let me forget the confession. I forgot to talk okay. about this. 234 is uh, Andrea L. Andrea L. Who lives in... Does she live in Hawaii? No, Escondido. Hmm. Um our friend Andrea L has been a certified fan now since July of 2020. Still oh, hanging with us. Great. Andrea L, so much. Appreciate Beautiful. you. This episode is dedicated years. to you. And um, we're going to give you a bonus whoop whoop. Maybe yes. a first time one. Yeah. Whoop whoop to Andrea L. Thank Glad you so you're much. Here and we're so grateful for you. Yeah. If you want to text the word uh, fans, text the word fans to 888-Kramer8. We need like three people this month. So it's a good month to do it too because it's Mother's Day month. And so you have certified mm. mama's boy, you know, you get it. So if yeah. you want to support the podcast, we really appreciate you. Fans, F-A-N-S. So sweet. 888-Kramer8. Yeah. Uh, I have a confession to make. And this okay. is uh, going to show you how the sausage is made here. But um, <laughs> the vegan sausage is made. I, um, <laughs> It's beyond meat. I, and my mom is not the one who sends the, the mama text out every week. <laughs> I know that some of you think that she's just sitting at home. I would home. have never ratted on you. <laughs> that she sits at home and tight. Now they are her messages to be fair. She, mm-hmm. she does send them to me. I'm just the one that sends them out. Mm-hmm. So I know it's a much cuter picture though. When, when you picture like my mom sitting in her armchair in her office and she's like, Ooh, I just need to. Tell them this, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of it. There's just a middleman. There's just a middleman in between the two. But I, I was mm-hmm. a day late on sending those out this week. I don't know. It just, I just, 
Oh, had lame brain on. from vacation. But just a lot going on. Like, God, if I try to take, if, like, I just, I can't not work on Sunday. I need like a half of, well, half a work day, basically. Yeah. If I don't get it, I just get in trouble. So, yeah. I blame it on the lime. Um, <laughs> so, if you don't get mama text, though, we'd love for you to subscribe. They're free motivational mm-hmm. texts that you get from my mom, and you'll get them every week, hopefully on Mondays. Typically and thank on Mondays. Thank you to everyone who has has shouted out and said they enjoy those. Yeah, because you never know if you don't awesome. hear from people. You know yeah. if that means so, anything or not. So text the word. It means you a lot join. to me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Text the word. Um, uh, hello, H E L L O to eight three three Mama Text. Do not don't text the eight 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 Kramer number. Um, eight three three. Mama text. Text the word hello and you get those for free. All right, mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. This effect on my voice is very fun. Uh, this is a moment in Kramer history and it's where we look back on my radio career and all the crazy stuff we used to get away with. It's kind of crazy to think. So I started doing radio in 2000 and four yeah 2004 so man it's 20 years of radio that's wild um but we can't do the things we used to do it's impossible it's just that the companies now are way too strict they don't want to get in trouble but that's how radio was right i think back in the day like it was wild we used to really that's how that's how rate what made radio shine uh but now you know obviously it's changed a lot this we could not have done. So, we, yeah, we had a guy call in for Snoop Dogg tickets. We came up with a game called Two Guys, One Sleeping Bag. And you can imagine how this went. We've got two brave men in our studio Woo! this morning. And I understand why they're here. I completely understand why these guys are here this morning. Nobody wanted to clap for them. Okay, let's clap for these guys. Come on, everybody. Give it up for these guys. Oh, man. Let me explain where we are right now. This time on the show yesterday, we took a phone call from Jason. Mm-hmm. And Jason said, look, I will do anything for Snoop Dogg tickets. <laughs> okay. If you're going to give us that much power, cool. Great. So we sat down in our planning session and said, what can we do? You know, what can we really do to make him earn these tickets? Well, sure. let me explain what this project is called. To win these tickets, of course, we got tickets for both these guys to go to a pair of tickets each mm-hmm. to go see Snoop Dogg tonight. I mm-hmm. mean, tomorrow night at La Vila. The idea that we have come up with, we have creatively titled... Two guys, one bag. Oh, God. Let me explain. Please do. In front of us, we have a... I think Miguel went out and purchased the smallest sleeping bag he could find. Look, there was one that was smaller that I thought I might get, but I thought I'd I'd give him a fair squeeze. (laughs) What? What we were going to have these gentlemen do, which I think has got to be the most uncomfortable situation that anyone's ever been in before in their life, is disrobe and get into the sleeping bag with each other. Okay? Jason, now that you're here, now that we're about to do this, your thoughts going into it? Oh, man. I'm not sure what to think about it, man. Yeah. You ever been that close to a naked gentleman before? No. No? That's a tiny sleeping bag, man. It's a tiny sleeping bag. That's a tiny sleeping bag. Larry, your thoughts of this? It's a small sleeping bag, but I've done it before. I played football and I'm in theater, so I mean, <laughs> we'll be Larry's standing. not that worried. Larry's no. like, I don't even want these passes, really. I just want to come <laughs> I just want to come spoon a dude. Oh. What we have told these guys is we don't care how you do it, okay? No. We don't care 
as long as you guys are in a sleeping bag for one song, we'll be completely happy. Gentlemen, are you ready to do this? Now, you... <laughs> I just feel uncomfortable. Can I just say, as the person in this room who probably has done this before and will do this again soon, yeah, should you leave? this makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, right I think now. Everybody's pretty uncomfortable right now. This video is going to be posted at island106.com. <laughs> Why are you turning soon. away? I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm coming Why over here. Why are you turning just, away? You can't turn away. Gentlemen, we will give you uh, the chance to do this. Have you figured out how we're going to actually do this now? I, we gave you a few options. Do you think of the best possible way to do this? Just do it. Just do it? <laughs> oh, God. Holly, oh, you ready to watch? No, I'm not watching. You got to watch. Watching. You got to watch. All right. Well, here we go. I'll watch for everyone. Oh, no. Oh, God. I just want to. Video's rolling, right? <laughs> Gentlemen, start your engines. Oh. Whenever you guys are ready. I'm not watching. I'm so not looking. Keep I don't in mind, look. we got two two guys disrobing. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. And uh, they don't even care. They don't even care at this oh, point. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm <laughs> not looking. I'm not looking. I'm so scared. <laughs> first in disrobe? Yeah. I mean, I'll oh tell you what, God. Jason has no shame. Oh uh, Jason just pulled him out, and there he is. <laughs> there he is. I'm not, uh, looking, I'm not <laughs> looking. Holly, there's a penis next to you. <laughs> okay, both guys are disrobed. Can we zip this up, Miguel? I'm going to try to get you to zip this up. Okay. Miguel needs to do it. Holly, what are you thinking right now? I'm just, my stomach hurts a little bit. Don't move. Oh my god. <laughs> we don't want anything getting I'm caught not in the zipper. Looking. Is any are any parts out right there now? There are no parts out. You can look now. Oh god. How are you feeling right now? Bag. I feel so uncomfortable and, we and got awkward. It, we got it zipped up? Oh, and it's zipped up. I thought they were Oh it is now Oh, I don't know. I think we should make them lay down. Can you guys lay down? can we try to make can you try to help them again lay down really quick? I Let's find the best way to try to get I them to lay down. To fall if you you gotta unzip. Keep in mind, I think. we have two guys that are so desperate for these tickets. They are literally in the nude. Oh God! I thought I almost saw a penis. <laughs> oh, my. oh my God! Can you guys both just fall back? <laughs> Don't. It's hard. A floor in here is hard. Okay. All right. Are they down, Holly? Yeah, they're down. They're All right, describe down. describe the situation until we get this video online. There is a pink fluorescent pink sleeping bag made for somebody the size of a, just a tiny person. They are laying in it on the floor uh, together. Right now, they're back to back, cheek to cheek, if you will. All right, let's talk to these gentlemen really quick. They're, they're going to get clothed. Yeah, we got, we get, we're clothed now. You're fine. You're fine. Let's uh, let's find out what this whole thing was Woo! actually like because that was uh, I'm sure I'd... a different experience for you guys. Oh my goodness! Let's talk with uh, with with Larry first. Larry, what do you think, man? It's a little sweaty and hairy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little hairy, a little a uh, little sweaty after all that. Uncomfortable. Worth but it though. Definitely. Absolutely, Jason. Come on, man. You're the one saying, I'll do anything. You regret saying that now? I would totally do it again. Man. <laughs> I was like, is that all they got? That's all you got? <laughs> oh, my God. I well, expected more than that, man. That's it, man. You guys did it. Two dudes, one sleeping bag. This video can be put online, island106.com, for everybody to see. Your now, parents, grandparents. How do I return this sleeping bag to the store? <laughs> you don't. How do I explain that? Am I going to get reimbursed for this? You don't return it, man. I don't. I think oh. we just purchased that one, you know? <laughs> yeah. And that's it for today's show. If you have a not-so-scary Lyme disease story, you want to tell it to me because um, I would love to hear it. 
Uh, thank you so much. You really are the best. I appreciate every second that you spend with this podcast. Uh, we'll talk tomorrow about the voting for podcast magazine. Honestly, I need to go through and read some of your Facebook things. It's been a busy day. So love you. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.